So I see you got a new hat. Was it a space cowboy? Well, it's cl- very close. It's a cosmic cowboy. And the difference is? Uh, not much of one. Okay. You're always complaining about this hat I always wear. That's a uh, Charlottesville Hornets hat, and I only wear it Charlottesville. Twice. Yeah, isn't that what it was? It's just Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte. Hornets. You know, like the city. Okay. Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, fair enough. But it, Charlottesville. <laughs> pretty sure it says Charlottesville Hornets on it. But anyways, I got it because of the light blue color. It was on sale. It was the only hat on sale in the store. And so people are like, oh, you like the Hornets? I'm like, I have no idea. I have no idea what you're even talking about. I like the colors exactly. So. <laughs> Same with this hat is on sale, and I said Cosmic Cowboy, so now it's you know not now related it's your with new thing. <laughs> sports thing. So okay, well, does it have a meaning? Uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Space Cowboy, man. Okay. Well, welcome to episode eighteen of Open by Accident. I'm Matt, and I got Nick here with me as usual, as always. So uh, we uh, got around to playing our Steam decks together. Finally, I finally dug mine out. And we played Seven Days to Die uh, for a couple of hours. Was it like an inch layer of dust on the thing, or no? I had it in a uh, in its okay, case okay. and in a bin. So, so the case was dusty, but the no, the case wasn't dusty because it was in a bin. Oh, okay. Bin yeah, was, was dusty. <laughs> yeah, bin was dusty, but not the Steam Deck. Okay. No, but uh, we ended up uh, checking out Seven Days to Die. Um, I am a console gamer, yeah. uh, so playing with a mouse and keyboard is a huge learning curve for me. And I played it for about a, a little over an hour. I think, at, at, according to Steam, I logged 82 minutes the yeah. first go-around. And I think, because that was the first time I had played the game, and so my Steam Deck was at 83 minutes because I played for a minute after you. Yeah, and okay. yeah. <laughs> so. well, uh, I had a nasty hand cramp after uh, playing it for that 82 minutes. It, it just, the keyboard side, I, I just I felt like I had a claw. Yeah, it, <laughs> it takes some getting used to, especially with your pinky for, like, crouching or sprinting yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but, but uh, the second time we played, I ended up just hooking up my Xbox controller, and while... I had to like relearn how to play the game because the controls aren't necessarily the same from the controller. It is nice that it recognized everything right away. The the Steam Deck recognizes the Xbox controller when you plug it in, and it was pretty seamless. Right. And, I mean, that's because if you're playing it on the Steam Deck, you're playing it basically on a controller. And at the same time, there's an Xbox port or console port, so, you know, it's yeah. not too far off to use yeah. a controller. So. so what do you think of the Seven Days to Die so far? So, okay, so I had played it on console initially when it first came out for console whatever yeah and i absolutely hated it i mean it was a garbage game not even finished that seems to be what people are saying yeah yeah so like the console version is terrible but the pc version's all right right so like now with the more polished graphics and the more polished gameplay on pc yeah i'm actually getting to enjoy the game and it's it's not bad it's it's fun it seems like with the melee weapons at least early on it takes a lot to kill a zombie and i don't really care for the whole, you got to knock them down, and then you got to knock them down again. But yeah, well, I think once you tear your weapons up, it might get to that point where it's like one hit kills, maybe. Yeah, and that's the thing about the game is is when you get into the perk system as well, you specialize in certain weapons. So, like, blunt weapons or Knives or something, or yeah. Because like I noticed, like, I was reading, like, magazines or something that was improving my level of, like, crafting abilities and that right. sort of thing. So, you know, getting headshots, improving your actual weapons, and improving your skills all takes time and so you yeah know, off the bat you're supposed to be running away from zombies yeah we're taking them on but i'm enjoying the game so far uh our goal i believe was to get these game to get this game on uh pc so we could play with the uh, the guys at our retrolection correct. correct okay so, so eventually down the road we will have at least a four-person game i know that uh our brother thomas ended up playing with us yesterday on the holiday and he went ahead and purchased a, uh, like a, a copy like you did, where it's it was like a two, two pack, a two pack because it was only like an extra three dollars, mm-hmm. and then he's going to give it to um, one of our friends. Cool. So we'll we have should a have a gra- n- whole gang. Well, yeah, we should have a little gang of people to play the game. So that'll be fun. It'd be cool if we could do some kind of live stream or something when we play that. But if not, we'll definitely talk about yeah, it on the podcast. I, so if we were technologically. Tech savvy or exactly. whatever, you know. I can't even. I can't even say the word. So you, you really expect me to be able to? 
you know, yeah, make these things we'll happen. We'll figure it out, though. Yeah. Um, I wanted to report a little bit something on the news and kind of a little follow-up to our episode last week on uh, Six Flags. This isn't directly related to Six Flags, but it's roller coaster themed. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this roller coaster that made uh, the news called Fury 325? I have not. Um, it's it's. I can't remember exactly where which park it is, but it. The reason it's called Fury Three Twenty Five is I guess it has a three hundred twenty five foot drop in this coaster. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the the coaster looks amazing, uh, but what had happened is uh, somebody at the park, the theme park, noticed a large stress crack at one of the high points of the uh, coaster in its structure, like very oh, no. visible. Oh no! So they, uh, I guess they reported it to the park. Now, mind you, I'm just reporting on this, you know, second hand of second hand of second hand. So what is truth? Uh, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Right. But uh, essentially, they went to the park. They didn't seem like they were doing anything, so they called the fire department. And yeah, the ride got shut down. And now they're going through and inspecting the whole ride and that sort of thing. And you know, it just kind of goes back to what we were talking about. How you know these rides are getting so much rougher and rougher years after we ride them initially at like theme parks we go to and it's like are they breaking down i think they're constantly damaging themselves yeah from being in use i would assume so i mean so like you know what kind of risk are we putting ourselves on just for a thrill yeah it's scary it's scary to think about and the sad part is it's like when you see this coaster this it's called fury 325 i'm sure if you just look it up on a quick Google search, you're going to find information about it because it's in headlines everywhere. Um, it looks like an amazing coaster, yeah. but it's like now it's like, do you ever want to ride it? I mean, because if I mean, that, they can it, always make repairs and replace parts and stuff, you know. Yeah, but it at that point, you know, then you have to reevaluate: is the whole coaster safe at all? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, as long as they're doing their tests and having you know people do their yeah. safety checks and stuff, then you yeah, know, I have no problems. It's the yeah. problem when you the only experience you're getting with the employment or employment or the staff is bad experiences. You're like, I don't even know if they're focusing on the safety and stuff. They're just focused on getting my money out of my pocket, you know? So, yeah. Well now they are. And, and, uh, it's in Charlotte, North Carolina. I did just look it up. Mm -hmm. And then you can kind of see that from the image I'm showing, uh, Nick over here, the crack in it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh, very visible. Yep. That's that. That's scary. And it's like a it's like a angle piece, you know. So yeah. it's at Carowinds. Okay, I've never even heard of that place. Yeah, but I guess I guess they're more of a thrill park because they're, um, it's a three, three hundred twenty five feet duration, ninety five miles an hour duration, three minutes and twenty five seconds. Yikes! I mean, I would love to ride this, yeah. but I mean, now it comes. Like with, I said, I'll ride it if they. Get all the safety checks and they clear it, yeah. you know, whatever. But not like that. <laughs> yeah, 190 foot uh, tall barrel, barrel turn. Uh, and, that, and once you hit the S curve, then you start reaching speeds of up to 95 miles an hour. Jeez. That's nuts. I bet you that line's real long all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It looks, it looks pretty badass. Yeah, that's cool. I've never even heard of Carowinds before, so I'll have to check that place out. Um. The only other thing I kind of want to talk about is uh, we've also talked about um, like TV shows that we really liked. And I think we mentioned friends. Mm -hmm. I made the mistake yesterday of while I was working in the garage and shrink wrapping stuff for my vendor booth to pop in the spinoff TV show, Joey. Oh no. Oh no is right. I watched the pilot episode and half of the, next episode and I had to shut it off because it was just terrible. It it basically it really proved that Joey is a good secondary character but not a primary character. <laughs> he just doesn't he, he doesn't have the mental capacity to, you know, have a show revolve around him and that's why it got canceled so early on. Well and if you think about it, think about any friends character. Would you want to watch any friends characters spin off just of them? You know, I think and it, I had that I think, thought. I had that I think thought it process. Makes it as a whole, you know what I'm saying? So, if if they were going to make a spinoff like they did, and it were up to me to choose the single friends character of the main six cast mm-hmm. to make a um, a spinoff show, who would be the best fit? Um, Phoebe's too weird. 
could make for a good show, though. Yeah. Every episode's way wacky. But, you know, I start to think about their professions. So then it's like, well, Chandler's out because we don't even know what he does. Yeah, that's true. He's So... It could it could have been a Chandler Joey, Joey didn't, show. Joey you know? didn't work. Yeah, no, it couldn't be a Chandler Joey show because Chandler moved on. Right, right. So at that point, it'd be like a Chandler Monica show. Yeah, which uh, I don't know. Um, it could be good, but you know, I don't think Rachel's interesting enough. No, so it'd be a Ross on. show. I'm I'm thinking it'd be a Ross show because I mean he's a paleontologist. Yeah, he's a paleontologist. He's got he's very whimsical with his you know yeah mannerisms and, yep. and whatnot he's definitely a womanizer he's got you had you know he always gets himself in very dramatic situations yeah. too i think ross would make a better show than and i think he probably would Joey. have if he didn't have other things going on you know sure sure because so, he but, moved on to a lot of different shows and stuff like band of brothers and everything, yeah so. well no that was during was that right? during i think so i think that was like 2003 was right after. or something it is in that it was in that 2000s around the time of friends either ending or, you know, kind of winding down. Gotcha. But it was, it was, it was in, you're in the right time frame. but yeah. I just don't know. For some reason, I thought it was while Friends was still airing. But, mm-hmm. no, they're all great actors. I'm not oh, yeah. discrediting any of them, but I just don't think that character, Joey, yeah. Well, is, yeah. And that's can I'm hold saying. his own in his own show. That's why I'll stand by my defense of, I don't think any of them should have had their own show. They, It's Friends, okay? <laughs> so if they're going to do a, a spinoff like they'd done spinoffs of other sitcoms, it should have been like a secondary character. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Gunter show. Oh, boy. Where it's just people coming to the coffee shop. And him falling in love with them? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, I can't think of his name, but it was like in season three as one of Monica's boyfriends where he freaked, he's like a millionaire and he buys her own restaurant for her to, to run and then he like goes into the UFC Oh, okay. I, I yeah, you're like, I don't remember that. I don't remember that but I've watched the series a few times. You haven't, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, I was like, well, he might work. <laughs> yeah. But anything else you want to add to our little intro? Um, Just been playing a bunch of Project Zomboid, as usual. What's new? Um, yep, been been dominating that. It's getting a little stale, unfortunately. Uh, a lot of the people are kind of falling off, and it's kind of making the plans that we had set in stone for, like, you know, faking our deaths and everything like that kind of, a minute point um so i actually bought a new game called kenshi which is on sale with the summer store and it's a um rpg where um you basically start as a man in the middle of a desert with like basically nothing you know okay so you just go town to town and there's like bandits and stuff in between towns and everything so um but it's been it's been a fun game so so rust Kind of. It's single player only. And you oh, try to like okay. pick up squad members and stuff, but I was just thinking uh, on the beach. It's with it's a rock. One of the big focuses like losing limbs in this one and yeah. like finding new ones. So it's it's kind of funny. I got into the game by a, a YouTuber who was doing a torso only playthrough. So he was doing. He called his guy Torsolo. Torsolo. Because he was a man with no arms or legs, just trying to survive, and he, he was doing pretty well. <laughs> so, so like you get to choose what limbs you start with. So that was a mod that he downloaded. Oh, okay. But like okay. most of the time you start with all your limbs, but it's easy okay. to lose them when you're fighting people with bladed weapons. So you have to go find prosthetics and everything. So that's, that's, that's an interesting dynamic yeah. to a I'll game. I'll have to stream it while, while you're watching sometimes. Okay. It's pretty fun. Right on. Well, we are again, open by accident. You can reach us on Instagram. Also by email at open by accident at gmail.com. Uh, we're available on Spotify and google podcasts hopefully eventually we'll expand that so make it a little easier for you guys to find us um but yeah reach out to us if you got any questions have any comments or have any suggestions for the show with that we're going to jump into our main topic which is we thought it would be fun to kind of start sharing our memories of the original xbox yes yeah so the <laughs> original says this i look over to his wall of yeah. xbox games yeah the original xbox for me, is actually the reason I have become a video game collector. Uh, it would have been about 2004. So, but uh, I figured we'd start with the origins, and I'll just start with a question, and I'll you you can start, and then I'll just uh, give you my answer. What was your first experience with the original Xbox? So, my first experience that I remember, um, I was pretty young. I was probably like, what, 13, maybe 14. Um, but I remember it being the first online experience. And I remember getting that like 
into playing it, you know, because I remember when we first got it, we had like maybe Halo 1 or Halo 2. I don't think we had Halo 2 yet. Um, so to clarify, Halo 1. Halo 1. No online. No online. Yeah. So no online. So I think that was that was that was uh, LAN or. Yeah, because uh, we were playing on a black Xbox because me and our brother Thomas's first Xbox was a Halo edition, which was green and see through and stuff. Correct. And that was when we got the online set up we got yeah, the got microphone with membership it, and stuff everything like that so before that we were playing on your xbox probably the black one and we we're playing halo one okay it could, it, oh it could have been our i'm thinking Chris's. it was i think it was chris's because my first yep. experience with xbox would have been with our eldest brother chris yeah um now i'm remembering i'm sorry so <laughs> his girl to give you my first experience his girlfriend had purchased a black xbox for christmas for him uh, I don't know if that would have been the Christmas of 2001 or 2002, but it was one of those two years. Mm-hmm. It was an early, it was early in the Xbox life. Um, I remember checking out Splinter Cell with him and Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. Yep, yep, that was the one. I was um, say. He had uh, only a handful of games. I remember him eventually having uh, the Celebrity Deathmatch. Death I remember that one. Yep. The MTV Game Show one. Um, he had Gladius. Yes, that was a good strategy game. Well, this this will probably tell the tale. I bet you it was 2002 because his did come with the pack-in titles uh, Sega GT 2002 and Jet Set Radio. Future. Yeah. Future, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would have been my first experience is going over to his and his girlfriend at the time's house and checking it out shortly after Christmas. So that makes sense, and now I'm remembering that too. So when he moved back home or came home, he probably brought it with him. Brought him with him because I remember him and playing then, Morrowind. I was too yeah. young for the game, so he would basically play, and I would tell him what to do in the game. So okay, that's what I was. I, was um, like, oh, I remember this now. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you with the games that he showed me. I wasn't really impressed at originally. Um, I had a PlayStation Two at the time. I couldn't tell you what games I had. I was more into race car games. And he wasn't. So I remember him showing me Splinter Cell and Morrowind. Uh, we didn't pop in the, the Sega GT or anything like that. So there was never really a draw for me initially to the Xbox. Uh, mind you, early on in the Xbox's life, it didn't initially launch with Xbox Live being active. That came right like within the first year or so. So we were just playing couch co-op, you know, versus each other on the couch, that sort of thing. And like I just mentioned earlier, the first Halo that was a launch title, it was not online. It was not online capable. Uh, the first one, Halo, the Halo series was uh, two. Yeah. So um, fast forward a little bit. Uh, obviously, he moved home at some point after 2002, and you'd played that one. And I had somehow drawn got drawn interest into xbox because of the xbox live that's what drew me in like okay it seems like all my friends are playing xbox now because of the live aspect and they're playing versus each other and that sort of thing um i hadn't hadn't played the halo series at that point and i was interested in playing halo so that's where my interest drew in and then uh, i think the icing uh, on the cake for that was when forza came out Okay. Forza Motorsports, because I was like, okay, there's a an answer to Gran Turismo, so now I can go ahead and, you know, sell my PlayStation 2 and my games, and then I can move into Xbox, because there's a racing simulator similar to Gran Turismo, because that's a big part of my gaming history is playing right. Gran Turismo. Yeah, growing up, it was, Gran all, all of them were in the yes. house. <laughs> yes. Um, so I actually got my original Xbox the Christmas of 2005 because the Xbox 360 was already out. But I had actually started purchasing games prior to because I okay. knew I was going to get an Xbox for Christmas because that's what I asked for. I asked for an Xbox for Christmas and my wife, girlfriend at the time, had basically told me in so many words, yeah, that's what I'm going to get you because it's easy. I can just go buy you one. And she got me the one the bundle that came with Forza. You guys had already had the Halo Edition Xbox at that point. You got yours before me. Okay. Um, And that's why I was okay with, I was kind of like pre-purchasing my collection, my games before because I was finding deals on them, which is why you guys had access to like Halo 2 or whatever else, like 13 and stuff because I was finding them cheap and I was, and I was, you guys were playing them. And then when I, 
finally got my Xbox, I was like, okay, now I can play them. Because I remember at one point, this was a little bit farther down the road, but you had picked up a stack, what I call my iconic stack of, of games that I played relentlessly. Um, like, for instance, the stack had Ninja Gaiden Black in it. It had... Yep. That's, I remember um, that. Time Splitters Future Perfect, which we had played Time Splitters 2 on GameCube yeah. hours upon hours yeah. upon hours, you know. So it had that in there. It had... Um, I think Red Dead Revolver was in that stack, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Um, but I played, oh my god, the ever-living crap out of that. Um, there was a few others in that stack, but it was the stack of games that you had bought, I think at a pawn shop or something like that. Yeah, I was finding them cheap, and, and that's why I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and start buying them, and then building my collection exactly. in anticipation of getting an Xbox. Exactly. But yeah, you had brought them home one night, and you're like, yeah, I got a stack of games, and I put them in the coffee table if you want to play them. And I was like, okay, and I look at the games, I'm like, these look kind of cool. And that was my set of games for until you took them back. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually do recall buying your guys's Xbox at a pawn shop, mm-hmm. the, uh, the halo edition, uh, Xbox. I'd found it. And I think I might've even called Thomas and he's like, yeah, I want it. And we ended up working out something and I ended up buying it for you guys. And that was probably the same year or maybe 2004. I can't, I don't recall the exacts of, timing on when it but it, it was relatively the the halo edition xbox was relatively new at that point okay um but uh fast forwarding back up to christmas of 2005 when i got my xbox um i had gotten you know some money for christmas as well and i had i was really thrifty with sales and that sort of thing and i do recall I had gotten a couple of things that were purchased at Best Buy, but they were purchased at like full retail price and they had an after Christmas sale the day after Christmas. So what I had done basically was return them for full credit mm-hmm. and then repurchase those same exact items for, for half price, like basically. half the price. So I was left with something like, I don't know, like 160 bucks to spend. Mm-hmm on top of the items that I was returning for credit with the receipts. And I recall going through and finding out which games were on sale. I do recall buying a game that was not on sale. Um, but I was like, I'm not leaving without that. And that was a uh, need for speed black, but it was the black edition. Oh, okay. So it was the special edition with extra stuff and that sort of thing. And I, I just, I wanted that, which turns out to be like probably my favorite need for speed game ever. Really? I don't think I ever played that one. I've 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 pl- I've beaten it twice. I've beaten it on original Xbox and I've beaten it on 360. Okay. So, uh, but anyways, the other games I got were uh, that day. I remember getting Far Cry. Oh man, that was a good one. I do recall getting uh, Call of Duty Two, big red one. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, all these games were probably like in that thirty to thirty-five dollar range at that point. Mm-hmm. And I basically loaded up. I ended up coming home with like seven games, even though I went in the store with two. Yeah. And receipts. Hey. And it's like I came back with like seven. But I was I've always been kind of thrifty like oh, that. Of course. Um but that's essentially what got me into playing Xbox was the live and then Forza was like, okay, I got a I got a racing game I can play. I can play it online with my friends, or I can play it in LAN parties. I yep. mean I'm set. Um so speaking of LAN parties, that was a big thing for us, especially in two thousand five. Oh yeah. Um so we used to set up in my condo land parties. We had a two bedroom condo, kind of small, kind of tight, yep. maybe close to 900 square foot. <laughs> but we would cram, I think the most we got was seven TVs and seven Xboxes in that condo. And we were playing Halo 2 quite a while. Um, this is probably the unfortunate time when we introduced our dad into Xbox. Yeah. Because yep. all I remember is. Well, I can't see anybody. And then you look over at his screen and he's literally like spinning in place looking at the sky. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't quite used to the dual dual joystick controls of a first person shooter. Because he had experience, you know, playing PlayStation 2 and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. No, he was really good at racing games. He played a lot of Gran Turismo. Um, I recall that he played like a Pirates game or something. Pirates, Legend of Black Cat. And that's the one we watched him play. Um, But uh, first person shooters just weren't his forte at that point yet. Especially against people like, you know, younger generation like us who've been playing oh, the sure. game, you know, so, or like quick my, about it. Yeah, my teenage brothers were over. I had my friends that were in their, you know, same age as me at this at this point. I was probably like in my young to mid-20s. 
I just remember all the cords were just like, oh, just cords <laughs> everywhere, running down the hallways don't into bedrooms. Yeah, don't touch the cords, you know. Uh, but um, yeah, that's that's we did that for quite a few months. We would, you know, like a Saturday or Sunday was designated as a land day, um, and I'll never forget this because you got to remember this is 2005 going into 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Xbox 360 was out because it had come out the fall of 2005. But I was a generation behind at that point. Um, and I remember I even owned a 360 before I owned an original Xbox of my own because I bought one and I to flip because I found one. That's right. I, I if you're, you, that. you were with I me. Was there for that. We it went into the core bundle well, or whatever. Yeah, it was just the core core set. Mm-hmm. It didn't have uh, you know, the the memory expansion on the yeah. side of it. Uh, we actually went into that because we found it at a Walmart. We went into that Walmart to buy an original Xbox controller because I think you guys were coming over for the weekend, and I only had two controllers or saw, something. I had one left. Or, or no, you guys only had two controllers because I bought a control, a third controller for me to play with you guys, like at your house or something of that nature. That's right. Because it was before I had a original Xbox. That's right. Um, and they just happened to get a shipment of them in because it was hard to find them initially. Yeah. And I put it on eBay and I flipped it for about double the money. Well, I remember more about that situation because there was they had one left. Yeah. And the clerk yeah. there we were buying the controller from because you're like I think you I think I don't even think it was there I think it was in the back and you're like do you have any 360s and he's like well, we got one left but I was planning on buying that when I got off and you're like I'm gonna buy that and he's just like all right <laughs> so yeah. you just swooped it out from underneath I was a different person in my 20s I was I was <laughs> it's just like no, I'm I taking was, that bro. I was I I I now firmly believe that. You shouldn't scalp, well, and I was scalping at that that's point. That's fair, in but my to life. be fair, he knew that the, he couldn't. He had, he yeah, couldn't he couldn't just hold me. it back. Yeah, he could he not could hold, just it hold it back. And so. that's and that's kind of dirty and shady on his part because he's denying somebody the availability of a three sixty. Well, but, nowadays people just don't say anything; they yeah. just do that. So good on him for at least being like, "Well, yeah, I, I guess I'll wait." But uh, yeah, that was kind of an interesting. Uh, uh, the interesting part about that 360 was I sold it on eBay and somebody, had, I mean, like literally the auction ended like December, I'm going to say December 23rd, right before Christmas. So it was like peak. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, everything's clear as day in my listing saying this auction ends two days before Christmas. There's a good chance it won't be arrived before Christmas. I was, I, I mean, I've always been kind of smart when it comes to reselling. And even my shipment times, you know, set a delivery time of sometime after Christmas. And I got a message from the the buyer. They've already paid. I've already shipped the item. I shipped it the same day they paid, which was, you know, the same day. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I didn't realize this wasn't going to get here for Christmas. This is a Christmas gift. I'm like, okay, we'll give it to them after Christmas. She goes, well, you're, I, I, I bought this to for Christmas. Can you, you know, give me like a partial refund? I'm like, no. It's like. Read the description. I said yeah. it wasn't going to be there by Christmas. Right. Clear as day. And it went for stupid money. Yeah. I probably went for it, like I said, double or more of what retail was. I mean, they're a hot commodity, you know? Yes. All systems are when yeah. they came out. Look at look at the PS5 and yeah. Xbox Series X crisis. So, um, anyways, kind of moving back into the LAN and kind of tying in 360 history with our original Xbox history. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, a friend that was doing the LAN parties with us. And... This has been going on for a couple months of us doing the land parties. And he had finally gotten his hands on a 360. And he makes the comment to me. Because I, I say, hey, man, we're going to get together on Sunday to play over at such and such's house. And, you know, you coming over with your Xbox. And, your and it was TV. never just a couple of people. Like when we did it, it no. was always like at least eight to ten people. Yeah, no, it was a big group. Yeah. And he says, why would I come over there and play xbox with you guys when i can sit in my basement and play dead or alive on my 360 i never talked to him again (laughs) i mean i don't understand how people don't want to sit in the same room with each other and enjoy the same game yeah it just baffles me even to this day i mean we have some great interactions playing over xbox live yeah or the network or whatever else but nothing compares to having a LAN party. Yeah. I mean, it, one of my favorite experiences was, you know, it was uh, Call of Duty 4 had just launched on 360, and I was at the local LAN party place. I think they called it Virtual Arena or something yeah. like that. And 
the place is full. You know, they had 16 Xboxes hooked up together playing LAN party on Call of Duty 4, and I was on one. I was like, okay, all right, don't mess up, you know. <laughs> Hopefully I don't die a lot. And I was actually doing really well. I found out I was good at that game. And <laughs> somebody had made my name on the Xbox um, uh, explicit for, for all the people listening who are underage, but it was monkey fucker. So, oh, okay. so I was at the top of the leaderboard. And so we had everybody screaming in this place, who's monkey fucker. <laughs> and I'm just like this 15 year old kid. Just like, yeah, not oh, me. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of similar to my story about the WCW revenge. Yeah. When I was playing with a bunch of college yeah. students and just owning their ass. You know? Yeah. Mine was just for fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Just, I kept quiet. I was like, Oh no, yeah. no. <laughs> um, so one of the fondest memories that, I have with the original Xbox is it was a game that I purchased shortly after getting my Xbox was uh, land of the dead. Um, okay. It was an Xbox exclusive. It was a driving point of why I wanted an Xbox. Uh, very good land game. <sighs> Single player, not so good. Uh, it's okay, but it's a lot of fun to play the co-op survival where you're trying to just uh, uh, survive waves upon waves of zombies. Yeah. It's, it's slapsticky, you know, yeah. the maps are very small, but it's, it's, it's fun when in a land setting, you know, like you said, sitting by side by side and yeah. everybody's dying. You all you have is a hammer you know, to defend them, you know? So. You know, we always try to come up with like unique sound bites that, uh, we need to get that one on there. Yeah. Otis is, uh, Oh no, more, more on, on the way. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need that. yeah, that might work out, but, um, uh, essentially, like I was saying earlier in the episode, uh, the original Xbox was kind of the start of my uh, collecting days. Uh, I started collecting heavily during the Xbox era, and I was finding Xbox games to be much cheaper than you know the games of that same generation, meaning GameCube and PS2. Um, I remember the Best Buy here in town would have a like display rack at the exits that were four ninety nine games. And majority of them original Xbox games. Hmm. So, I mean, if you look through my collection, you'll see a lot of 499 tags because they're games I just never opened. I think, man, I don't know how many games I've amassed. Quite a few, quite a few. I mean, your 360 games have kind of overtaken the wall. Yeah, I mean, because the basically collecting Xbox trickled into me collecting Xbox 360. Of course, you just became an Xbox fanboy. Yeah, that's at that point where my <laughs> Xbox... Okay, when you're I'm, I'm looking at my collection tool. Um, I've amassed 694 original Xbox games. Wow. So, now some of those are duplicates because there is the whole yeah, there, you land. Have four, four of I, have, of I have five copies and, of Forza. And that brings I, up... I have four copies of Urban Chaos, Riot, Riot Response. And that brings up the big part of my childhood with with Xboxes is, yeah, we were playing on Xbox Live. I played Time Splitters on there. Rainbow Six 3 was a big one. That got me into the Rainbow Six series hard. Um, and obviously Halo 2. But you had set up a permanent LAN at our parents' house, and they're basically... It was the upstairs living room, but they basically were just using it as storage. So you were yeah. like... Well, let's just set up the LAN party all the time. So <laughs> we had a LAN set up. I don't know how many months it was set up like that, but I was coming home from school and just there's a LAN. So I'm like, hey, anybody want to come ride home the bus with me? I got four Xboxes hooked up together. And they're like, what? Just you have four Xboxes? No, I'm like, yeah. yeah. You can have your own Xbox. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> so I've um, doing that a lot. I remember that setup because of one uh, certain memory I have. Um, one of my closest friends on his wedding day. Uh, it was more of a traditional like wedding there wasn't a whole lot of partying there wasn't alcohol served it was here's the ceremony it was a nice ceremony Mm -hmm. went to the reception hall they kind of fed us they went through the formalities and they were gone within like an hour and a half Jeez. okay so an hour and a half i mean we my wedding we shut the place down but this was different fine so me and my friends are kind of all looking around at each other like, what are we going to do? What are we? Um, it's only like 6.30. I think we planned, this was our plan, you know. I was like, we've got a wedding. We'll be here until 9, 10 o'clock. Right. And um, a few of us decided, well, let's just go back to my parents' house because the land's set up. Yep. And we played Xbox on his uh, wedding day. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> why not, you know? But it's a fun time. Yeah, no, a lot of good memories with it. Do you have any um, like hidden gems on the original Xbox that really stand out to you as like you must play this? You might not have heard of it. 
but you must play this? Yeah, they're well, two right off the top of my head okay. that stick out. They weren't like amazing games, but they were really fun to watch. I never played through them. I just watched my brother Thomas play through them. But one was um, Stranger's Wrath. It was the oh Oddworld, Oddworld series. Yep, yep. Okay. I like that one because of the weird gun. Because you had like yeah. different little living ammo, which is kind of cool. And in that same vein, um, what is it? Most dangerous, armed and dangerous, armed and dangerous. That's With what the topsy turvy gun. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking when you said land shark gun. Yeah, yes. yeah. The the that was a Lucas Hearts game. Yeah, uh, both of those armed were so and wacky and just. Unique. And I think armed and dangerous. They, well, actually, they mo- both might be exclusives to the original Xbox. Really? Or at least at the time. I mean, I'm sure the Oddworld game's been re-released in some capacities, probably on the Switch, yeah, just like everything yeah. else. Um, but yeah, I always remember the topsy-turvy gun, but just to explain this gun is it basically would flip the, the landscape upside down, and then everybody on there, except for you, would like start falling because it, everything's upside down and then you'd flip it back over and, they and then they'd the smash themselves to death. <laughs> See, um, one of the beers that you're a big fan of is land shark. And so anytime you yeah. get land shark, I think of that of the, game of because the, there's a gun, gun called the land shark into the ground and it comes up and bite, eats them. So. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say, and it was probably one of my most played games on the original Xbox. It was not exclusive to the Xbox, but that is uh, test drive, even destruction. Oh, that yeah. is by far the best, yeah, I'm going to say it. it's the best destruction derby game that's ever been made. I think that's the only game that I can recall where, so obviously you can have four people playing at one time on one Correct. screen. The we only thing that game all, is missing, it's only missing one thing. System Link. System Link. Yes. But I remember whoever four people were playing, all four people were just laughing so loud. It, whatever was happening on the screen, yes. we were all just laughing so loud. And it was such a fun um, game, you know, so wacky. The chicken, chicken shooter, chicken shooter. We called it something else, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, there's, there's a, like a, a PVP car mode where you're driving and, and shooting exploding chickens to yes. destroy your opponents. And when you hit the opponent, yeah. like it's an explosive. So yeah. they'll just go flying or rolling and <laughs> yeah. getting hit by multiple explosions. It's, it's so much fun. 13 was another really good game. We played land we didn't do it as much cause we always had limited copies. Yep. Uh, but the Love art the style was, and yes. aesthetics was great. It's a game I always wanted to play the campaign, but never did. Yep. Campaign was also awesome because it was basically like living a comic book. So that's yeah. kind of cool. Um, there, there's some downsides to the original Xbox, like the wrestling games. They all kind of suck. There's not a really good wrestling game on the system. Um, I, I never, never played those. I never really played a whole lot of the sports games. Um, I did play a lot of, like I played a lot of Need for Speed Underground on PS2, but I didn't really translate over to the xbox mm-hmm. but you've got some really good exclusives like uh, doom 3 oh, was man. excellent i love that I, oh. and then you have really cool stuff like tony hawk 2x which got extra content like almost like dlc yeah. built onto the disc um essentially like if there was a game that was multi-platform the best version typically was the, the original xbox. xbox it had usually had the better graphics it probably had the better sound output i mean it was overall just a better version of the game here's a question for you uh maybe you don't have one but i know i do is there a weird game that you devoted a way too much time into that on the xbox a weird game yeah that most people probably be like i why would you play that yeah i'll Mm. start with mine okay i devoted a lot of hours and beat it multiple times on karaoke revolution (laughs) okay i do remember playing it a little bit karaoke revolution but i I never really that was the time my teeth I was, into it. Yeah, I was I was in honors choir in school and stuff. Oh, you thought you were practicing? Yeah. So I was yeah playing the crap out of karaoke. Okay. <laughs> you weirdo. Yep. See. So what's your weird game? Yeah, I don't. Man, Probably I don't. Barbie Adventures. Huh? No, that I mean the weird story with that one is I was actually actively hunting it down because during the Xbox's like heyday and then right thereafter it was a very hard game to find. It was like. Barbie Wild Horse Adventure, and of course, it commanded like a thirty dollars price tag as a used game. Then I don't know what it goes for now, but it was always a harder one to find. Um, but that was a weird one to collect. But mm-hmm. um, and being with him at stores, and be like, "Hey, do you have Barbie Adventure?" I did ask for it sometimes. Um, okay, I, th- I can think of a weird game. Um, it's it's a very inappropriate game, but mm. I I did have a lot of fun playing it. With, like so. Backstory, we would, me and a group of friends, usually two to three of us, would uh, hang out every Monday night and watch wrestling together. 
And afterward, sometimes depending on what was going on the next day, if we didn't have to be up early, we would stay, they'd stay after and we would play some video games together. Um, a couple of my friends that would come over really enjoyed playing the guy game. <laughs> you showed me a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. So the guy game is a very inappropriate game by then standards. And especially now, yeah. um, uh, especially when we find out that one of the girls in the game turned out to be underage. Um, Even worse. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the guy game is essentially like a contest game where you're trying to, I, I can't remember if you're trying to outwit the girl contestants or something or, or guess what they were going to answer. And then essentially you're trying to get them to go topless. And it's yeah, it's think, live action video. Yeah, I it's, think that the topless part was like a quiz show. And then the rest of it was just like little mini games that you'd play like with your... Some of the mini games were actually kind of fun. Right. I exactly. do remember that. That's why you showed the game to me because there were some funny mini games. But you're yeah. like, okay, well maybe... Yeah, I do, remember, I do remember some of the mini... I don't remember specifics because, I mean, it's literally been, you know, working on 20 years since right. I played that game. It's been a long time. But um, that what was, was... What was the other taboo game on original Xbox? Was it? Le- oh, there's a Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, that one. I was thinking of the BMX one. BMX. Oh, Triple X. Yeah. Yeah. BMX Triple X. Yeah. That was actually supposed to be like a licensed game with like Dave Muir or something, and he like okay. backed out of it. I wonder why. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I would too. But um, speaking of Leisure Suit Larry, the there's a the North American version is like rated M for mature, but like the PAL European version mm-hmm. is like the uncut version and it's like like if it was had a rating here it'd probably be x-rated oh shit i do own that copy too oh, oh yeah good. of course well, you do but i mean well i collect games and it was like a variant it's like oh i gotta have that you yeah. know <laughs> weirdo yep so yeah there's a couple of weird weird games that uh maybe not necessarily so proud to play um you know one of the games that somebody people are always talking about on original xbox that they remember playing when they were younger was fusion frenzy we, we never, didn't. We, we didn't, didn't really play, play that, that a lot. We didn't. And and the other uh, that's just I think, all party games. So. I think one of uh, our online friends mentioned um, is it uh, Death Row? It's another like party type game where um, you're like in combat or something. But a lot of people mm-hmm. played Death Death Row, and we didn't play that. Nope, you know, that I one. know of the game, but we didn't play that. Um, one that we recently got into, which I didn't think I'd like, just because on of you know the the genre or whatever. But um, is Def Jam Fight for New York? Yeah, that one was pretty fun. We were fighting we had, rappers. Yeah, we yeah. had your roommate over, you and my son and me. We we're uh, it basically having like four man brawls. We played that until like one in the morning or something. We like played that. it a lot. Yeah. We we probably had like a six hour session, <laughs> yeah. and and it and it was just us going back and forth, back and forth. We had a lot of fun with that one. So, um, that's that's I guess that's probably one of the big selling points for me of the original Xbox over the PS2. I mean, because the GameCube's kind of in the same vein, but um, the four controller ports right mm-hmm. up front, that was, you know, still relatively new concept. I mean, you had the Dreamcast before it, and you had um, the Nintendo 64 before it. But we never got the multi-tab adapters for, like, our PS2 no. or oh, no. PlayStation 1. None of that. Yeah, it's like them. if you needed an adapter, we weren't interested. Mm-hmm. And But it seemed like this system brought us together as gamers whereas like when i played playstation 2 is usually me sitting in my bedroom by myself yeah yeah and, and i wonder if that's one of the reasons why because you got me my gamecube yeah i think and i wonder if you were like it's also got four ports so now they got another yeah. system that we can all yeah. play on together so that generation i could see if i could you know in hindsight go, do it over i would probably still get a gamecube and i'd get an xbox i w- wouldn't get a ps2 really yeah because then you got the nintendo exclusives Get still got four player capability for like Mario Kart and stuff. Yeah, and then I think I'd like, go the Xbox route. I don't know. Twisted Metal Black is a big one in my childhood. So. Sure, sure. I'm not saying that I wouldn't ever want a, a right. PS2, but I wouldn't have seeked out a PS2 before I seeked out an Xbox. It's kind of handy that you have a wall of games. A couple other ones that I played the crap out of were like True Crime, Streets of LA. That one was fun. Okay. Um, Unreal Championship 1 and 2. I remember you got me those on some kind of clearance deal. You got me brand yeah, new dude, copies I, or something like that. And I was like, oh, you got me brand new games for original Xbox? Holy crap. And then yeah. there's people still playing them online. So I well, dude, every them, so. every game I probably gave you on original Xbox, I probably paid $5 or mm-hmm, less. Because mm-hmm. I remember Destroy Humans 2 was yeah. another one of those. Bought well, a lot of them. <laughs> um, yeah, I bought, uh, that was during my GameStop days. And one of the stores, they only had one original Xbox game. 
Now this was in 2007 or 2008, somewhere in that range. And they had like 28 copies of destroy all humans to an inventory. And I remember my uh, store manager saying, why do they have so many copies of destroy all humans too? And he goes, I don't know. And I go, are they new or are they used? He goes, you want them? And I'm like, well, how much are they? And he figured in the employee discount and, and um, I think they actually were showing in the inventory as pre-owned, but they were transfers from new inventory to pre-owned inventory. Cause they did that a lot. They still do. I think if something doesn't sell, mm-hmm. they'll transfer it to pre-owned inventory. Yeah. I think it's their way of like writing off the inventory, but then like almost like taking it in and trade and they'll probably sell it. And then they'll sell it at a discounted price. price and then maybe it'll move. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had 28, like 28 copies and they were all sealed or I said, I'll take all the sealed ones. And, um, it ended up working out to be, um, a dollar 67 a piece. Yep. And See. I was, I, I've, I still got copies of it, yep. extra copies. Remember and I was, gave me a copy and I played the yeah. hell out of it. I, 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 I sold a lot of them on eBay, you know, probably like five, six years ago for, you know, between like 25 and $35 a piece, just depending on what the market was doing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I had a lot of copies of destroy all humans too. Um, yeah, there's some weird titles on there. There's like a Drive for Life, which is a Volvo exclusive game. Like you had to go to a Volvo dealership to get it. Um, of course, you have the Burger King games, which are um, yeah, Xbox and Xbox 360 compatible. Hunt, hunt to get all those. Oh man, I was so I was so pumped to get those. Um, but Stubbs, Stubbs. Oh yeah, another great exclusive to the Xbox at that time. Stubbs the Zombie. Yeah. That's an amazing game. I did put a lot of time into that. I I played that one start to finish. That was that was another game where it was just like, oh, I gotta have that, you know, like Stubbs the Zombie, Land of the Dead. Uh, Going back um, to the very earlier memories, I do remember seeing kids playing Halo One at uh, Electronic Boutique in the mall, okay, uh, on the Xbox kiosk, and I was just like, what the hell is this futuristic game? Because at that point, I was like, I think Guitar Hero One was out or something, and I was into that. So we had a PS2 or something, okay. So I remember seeing that. And there's a huge crowd around it, and I was like, they're playing some future game. I don't know. And then so the that, I can on. I can recall the first time I seen uh, the Xbox like on display at a retail store. It was at Sam's club and I could not tell you what it was packed in with two games. You know how they used to do like the big blister pack. I like it'd be the, the system, an extra controller and then a couple games. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was. It was the original Xbox. It was like two games um, and then another controller. And then of course it was like a bundle price. And what had me intrigued was they had a demo unit going of it and it was rally sport challenge. Okay. That was one of the games. I couldn't remember the other game because it stood out to me because that that was the game playing. Okay. For you to try out and make the purchase and I'm like, "Oh, that that's cool. I didn't realize that Microsoft was making a a game console because I really wasn't in tune like I am now with, you know, game news and that sort of thing. So I had no idea the Xbox was a thing until it was on store shelves. Yeah. Cuz I wasn't in, you know, GameStop or EB Games religiously in 2001, 2002. You know what I do miss? How they used to package the PlayStation One games, like the big, the big weird plastic things. Oh that yeah, can't just walk. You know, you can't just tuck them in your pants and walk out or <laughs> See, something. Yeah, this huge thing. Yeah. This tiny well, do you recall like music CDs being in like a plastic like shell that you'd have to that have like a handle to carry? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, that was a thing too. But, I mean, yeah, same kind of thing. They just yeah. the bigger it is, they're not going to steal it. Well, so. yeah, that's the whole idea is they were trying to make it so you couldn't break into the game or, you know, uh, you know, steal the game yeah. as a whole. But, uh, well, one game that I had on PlayStation two that I wish I had on original Xbox was from Russia with love, the James Bond game. Oh, okay. It was a really fun game and it had great multiplayer, but on PlayStation two, it was just one V one, which I had on Xbox where it could have been four player. Yeah. Combat. Okay. So. I do. You got that for like Christmas or something too. Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. you? Cause I had all the James Bond games on everything or nothing and agent or fire. Okay. For PlayStation 2. They're all good, pretty good, pretty good games. So I don't know if I ever told you this. Um, in uh, when I was in college, you know, within the past ten years, I had a uh, public speaking class, and I did a fifteen minute presentation on why the ex- original Xbox was better than the PlayStation Two. Really? <laughs> I mean, hey, and I talked I mean, about it for fifteen minutes. Look and, at the memory capability. Oh you, yeah, you it didn't need dude, a memory it, card. It felt like it had infinite memory it's a basically a computer it, it was felt a like it had infra- even though it was only like eight gigabytes of storage but when you're so used to having to buy memory cards for your gamecube or your ps2 it felt like you had infinite memory 
we had to delete our hours of save games on PlayStation Two, and then Xbox. We're like, it still says fifty thousand yeah, plus. I don't, I don't know. Dude. I don't know when it's gonna run out. <laughs> because when we got our Halo one, it was used, and I think the guy was in the military and he was going off somewhere, and so that's why we got a smoking deal on it. So sorry for him, but he had loaded thousands upon thousands of hours of music onto it, and so we had all that. Yeah, as long as as well as all of our memory, and it still said fifty thousand plus. I'm and like, see. That was that was a perk of playing on. I think I even in that presentation I mentioned it because uh, you could download your music onto the system from your music CD, and then some games would allow you to access that music in like jukebox mode, yep. and then play that music in the background. So one of them was the Grand Theft Auto trilogy. It was, and I love that on the original Xbox in the early days of 360 had that as well just as a feature on any game. Yeah. It's like a, uh, and then they got rid of it. I don't know why they got rid of it. I right. That. For licensing or because something. Because nowadays like you have to use Spotify and I don't pay for Spotify. So I'm not, I'm not using ads in my video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so, ridiculous. you know, my thoughts on ads. So yeah, I know you don't like them. Nope. So that was us talking about uh, the original Xbox. I'm sure we will have more memories and talk more about this as the show progresses. Um, I will just say this. It's been a huge part of my video game collecting. It's the reason I became a video game collector hardcore um, in the early, or I say mid-2000s, because I acquired mine in 2005, and then from there it was just it kind of steamrolled into everything I acquired. Because at one point I think I was around 4,000 unique games in my collection. Jeez. I've downsized, but I still need to keep downsizing. Um, but ultimately, you know, I became kind of known with my group of friends as the xbox guy um i probably own more 360 games than original xbox games and i own quite a few xbox one games physically um which ultimately i i kind of feel like given the generation of it that that's a part of the collection that will go first i don't know if i'll ever part ways with the bulk of my original xbox or xbox 360 stuff just because i have a lot of fun memories and the 360 uh, was when I was buying those games, I was working at GameStop between 2007 and 2013. So it's it's got a lot of fond memories because I remember seeing games coming in and get traded in and I was just like, oh yeah, I gotta go get that. Or, you know, it you'd, you'd look for like the really super clean copy of a game that was dirt cheap, you know, because mm-hmm. normally they'd come in trashed. Um, but I remember that's how I got like my, uh, I remember specifically buying the TNA Impact Wrestling game like right after it came out because somebody traded in and like, man, this game's trash. And, and of course, you know, GameStop wasn't selling very well. So it was like a $35 game used like two weeks after it came out. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to snag that up. And I absolutely love the game. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I have some, I have some good memories with the 360 just as well as the original Xbox. And I know we didn't touch everything on our, Oh, there's so many, we, our, yeah, our memories of that. But uh, yeah, we could keep going. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll probably do an episode on 360 games, an episode on GameCube stuff. I mean, we can, we yeah. can talk for hours on all of it. So, yeah. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys joining us today and uh, our rambling about the original Xbox. And um, again, we are open by accident. You can get us on uh, Gmail or if you want to follow us on Instagram. Um, I'll uh, try to actually upload a photo to Instagram. I'll probably snap a couple little snippets of the xbox wall and share with you guys and uh, you can see what the bulk of my xbox collection is so all right thanks for joining us have a good one everybody